Welcome to the Inner Love Diva Podcast. Join me as I get real about my journey to losing over a hundred pounds and finding the fierce inner love needed to get there. I'm certified life coach, Amber Wynn, and I'll share what's empowered me to level up in my relationships, self-confidence, and finally lose weight for the last time. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, my diva fans. So glad you're back. I hope you're all finding the inspiration you need to keep leveling up in your lives. I truly believe that you are making a difference for this world to be a better place. Today, I am going to talk about beauty. When you think of something beautiful, what comes to mind? Is a rose beautiful? Is a waterfall? What about a chair? I guess that depends on the chair you're thinking of and what your definition of beautiful is. Beauty is subjective, yet we tend to think we all know what beauty is and what it isn't. And my definition of beauty is different from your definitions. So what makes a person beautiful? Is it their outer appearance, their body size, how full or long their hair is, their eyelashes, how many wrinkles they have or don't have? When we stop and think about it, we can probably say no, and we think we mean it. But how many of us women find ourselves wishing we were just a little bit smaller? Our eyelashes were just a little bit fuller and longer. Our face was just a little bit clearer or smoother or less wrinkled. If true beauty is in the eye of the beholder, what are you beholding? What are you seeing? What do you think? Is your true definition of beauty something different than our everyday desires? We each have an opinion about true beauty, and a lot of it can be molded by what we're seeing around us and what the world markets as beautiful at the time. If we look at just last couple of hundred years, the size and shape of beauty has changed. And if we aren't managing the thoughts of what our brains are taking in around us, we join the ride that the trends dictate. Throughout the years, the size and shape of beauty has changed. Did you know that in the 1800s, an actress named Lillian Russell graced the covers of 50 women's magazines and seen as one of the most beautiful actresses ever. She was celebrated for her curvaceous figure and superior beauty. Lillian weighed over 200 pounds. As the years passed and seasons changed, so did the idea of what was beautiful. The curves were still trending when Marilyn Monroe was famous, but decade by decade, the definition of beauty changed into thin size zero models who abuse their health and body to hopefully be good enough for the runway. I can remember having to do a physical in high school and my weight came in at about 130 pounds and I was so embarrassed. I thought I was huge. Funny how life changes and I'd be thrilled if I was that now. So the idea of beauty has morphed and molded quite drastically. Beauty is an opinion. Is your opinion of what you think is beautiful serving you? Does it cause you inner turmoil or inner peace? Are you basing your own beauty from what is common or what is normal? It's common to scroll social media and get bombarded by the latest beauty products, promising you confidence and self-worth after you make your hair shinier or your skin smoother or your light skin more glowing, or your dark skin lighter, your tummy smaller, your clothes cuter, your face younger. It's common to walk down the street and notice all the ways someone is prettier, skinnier, healthier looking. It's normal to have acne. It's normal to have wrinkles. It's normal to have cellulite. It's normal to have uneven skin. 
it's normal to have a tummy, especially if you've given birth to children and stretch marks and age spots. For some, it's normal to have thick hair. For some, it's normal to have thin hair. You have acne because you have hormones. You have wrinkles because you've enjoyed your time in the sun, or you've spent a lifetime working hard in the name of love. Have you noticed if you are basing your beauty and your idea of beauty on what is normal or what is common? In these moments, love yourself instead of judge yourself. Embrace the wisdom that you've just gained and love yourself for noticing it. I like to think we all have moments of clarity when we realize what we've been thinking may not be serving us. I'd love to say that I 100% base my beauty on what is normal, but I don't. I've come a long way, but I'm still working on it. Do you know what else is normal? To believe that everything that's common is normal, or at least some of it. It's normal to truly believe that being skinny is better. It's normal to believe that a smooth, acne-free, wrinkle-free face is what we should aspire to. That's because of brain dripping. It's a message that slowly gets dripped over time. For example, until the late 90s, a typical movie had a man for the hero and a beautiful woman with the perfect body as a supporting role needing rescuing. It sent the message that women needed to be rescued, and she would be because she was beautiful and thin and garnered the most trendy looks from clothes to hairstyles. Only 10 years ago, 25% of movies had a woman as the lead role, and only three years ago, now almost 50% of the top 100 movies have a female as a lead role. So we've made some progress there, but notice what they look like. And what do you see on the cover of magazines? It's typically glorifying beautiful women and shaming them when they are caught without makeup or have cellulite. So if beauty is in the eye of the beholder, what are you seeing? My brain can't reconcile Wonder Woman looking anything else than what she is because we've made superheroes out to be, well, super. My husband and my son loves watching the Avenger movies. And so in the, in the movie Endgame, when Thor, Chris Hemsworth, came out with a beer gut, and long scraggly beard, my brain was like, uh, no, that's not right. <laughs> and he did a great job portraying a character who was lost and unmotivated. So does that mean that every person who has a ripped body has it together and every person who is overweight and scraggly lost? Of course not. When we take a look at it and think about it, we know that doesn't make sense, but when we don't question it, what the brain is taking in as what's acceptable and what's not is one drip at a time, one movie at a time, one character at a time, one magazine cover at a time, one social media post at a time. One of our main goals as human beings is to be considered acceptable because when we're accepted, we're part of a tribe. We're safe from being cast out and left to the dangers of the jungle. There is safety in numbers, and our lower brain reminds us of this daily. It's always scanning for what's acceptable now. It wants human connection. It craves safety of the tribe. So are you normal? Absolutely. Would you like to journey beyond the land of normal and break free from common thinking? Have you thought about what true beauty means to you? Do you practice thinking this every day? Who is the person you most look up to? Tell me three reasons why. Are they creative, talented, thoughtful, compassionate, driven, spiritual, upbeat, fearless, motivating, carefree? Or do you look up to them because their hair is shiny, 
or they're super skinny, or their lips are perfect. It's okay if you do, but I'm guessing you look up to them because of their attributes and their character of who they are as a person. When you thought of the person you look up to most, was it you? If you're me, the answer was uh, no, but why not? Think of all the amazing things you've accomplished in your life. At the very least, you've learned how to walk. You've learned at least one language. You've overcome trials and heartache. You've pushed through the great unknown and uncertainty at least once because we all just went through COVID, but I'm guessing you've pushed through time after time after time again. You've conquered challenges and have made lasting, wonderful, amazing memories. So why not you? Why shouldn't your first answer to the person you look up to most be you, 100% you? Because I'm guessing there are people who look up to you for the beautiful, strong, amazing person you are. And there's nothing wrong with believing in yourself. If you're like me, maybe you're thinking, yeah, but I have this downfall and that weakness. I have so many reasons why it shouldn't be me. Do you think the person you thought of a few minutes ago doesn't have any weaknesses, any downfalls? Of course they do. And when you think about it, they are just as human as you. They are 50% a mess and 50% amazing. You are 50% a mess and 50% amazing. Maybe you're just focusing on your 50% a mess and their 50% amazing. Maybe you're thinking, that's so prideful to think that you'd look up to yourself. I'm not saying don't look up to anyone but yourself. I'm not saying don't aspire higher. How can you have your own back if you don't believe in yourself? I'm not talking about believing you're better than everyone else. That's pride. I'm talking about believing that or at least you're acknowledging your 50% amazing parts. Your ability to recognize your 50% amazing side of you, you are just as amazing as the person you look up to, is going to allow you to have your own back, to appreciate you for who you are and all you've been through. If you were to intentionally choose thoughts, what could you think about yourself that drives you to love yourself for who you are right now as you are? What do you need to believe? that would drive you to inner peace instead of the constant self-judgment and comparison that we all seem so good at. Perfection does not breed acceptance. Your beauty is not determined by the current trends of society. The opinion of others are just that, their opinion. There is no truth to it unless you choose to believe it. What is your opinion of yourself? You are enough just the way you are. If you don't believe it, you can learn to believe it. Just like the brain dripping that society deployed on us, we can choose to look for ways to brain drip the opposite. I am learning to believe I am enough just the way I am. When I see others and start to judge or compare, I remind myself I'm beautiful too. They are beautiful and I am beautiful too. Look for ways to discredit the judgments your mind is offering and know that it's not true. It's just the effect of society's quote unquote common marketing strategy. It's so interesting because I still catch my brain having thought errors. So I was driving to my sister's the other day and I had my weight on my mind and how I'm still not where I want to be. I saw this girl standing on the side of the road with her back to me. She had a nice slender body and I could tell that she was talking on the phone. My brain offered, she's skinny. She must be so happy. 
Then I pass her and I glance at the front side of her and she is bawling her eyes out on the phone. It was like a total slap to my mind that said, wake up. Skinny does not equate happiness. Ask a skinny person and I can guarantee her 50% hard was just a different hard than mine. Such an eye-opener for me to catch my brain in action, not even realizing that that's what I was thinking. Learn to appreciate the beauty you hold. The word appreciate means to recognize the full worth of it. If you're struggling to accept yourself for who you are, don't judge yourself for it. Just notice that you haven't recognized it. Your beauty, your worth is already there. You have it. Now we need to work on you recognizing it. Recognizing the full worth of it so you can appreciate you and your beauty. Can you pick a thought about yourself that feels just 10% less awful than the one you currently have for yourself? If you're thinking, I hate my stomach, does I'm learning to hate my stomach less feel just 10% better? If you're thinking, I hate my wrinkles, can you think, all humans have wrinkles and I am a human? Or, As one of my husband's favorite country artists sings, those are wrinkles. There ain't nothing to be scared of. They're just a product of time and true love. Who said wrinkles are a bad thing? I don't know who said it first, but I imagine it was a salesman trying to push a beauty product, trying to make you believe you could look so much younger drip because you know, if you look younger, you'll feel younger drip. If you look better, you'll feel better, drip. If you feel better, you'll feel better about yourself, drip. So now there's nothing wrong with you because you feel good, drip. Sneaky little salesman. Did you catch all the brain dripping? Let's listen to it without the dripping. You could look so much younger because you know, if you look younger, you'll feel younger. If you look better, you'll feel better. If you feel better, you'll feel better about yourself. So now there's nothing wrong with you because you feel good. Who wouldn't want to buy happiness in a bottle? Sounds great. He just sold why wrinkles are bad. So you'd buy his product. He became rich by selling you an idea that there's something wrong with you. Then he sold you on the idea that he holds your solution to the happiness you never knew you were missing. Can you hear it? Drip, drip, drip. Marketing continued. And they found the popular stars and influencers to push this quote unquote cure to your unknown lack of happiness. And eventually a society-wide belief that wrinkles are bad went from an annoying drip to Niagara Falls. So just notice that it's good to know. How much time have you spent beating yourself up and breaking yourself down? Be aware that you built that habit. Yes. Beating yourself up is a habit. One that I'm really good at. Rebuilding yourself may take time too. Here's the challenge. If you are one who struggles to find your own love for yourself, will you do the work to start moving towards the day? When I ask again, who do you look up to most? You can say with full belief in yourself, me, 100% me. As for beauty, we all have our opinions on what is beautiful. And it's my opinion that you each are beautiful, amazing people. And remember, if you loved this podcast, feel free to share, like, comment, rate, review, all the good things to help other people find me as well. 
Thank you so much for hanging in there with me. I really appreciate it. And you have a beautiful, brilliant day. Bye. If you're looking for a life coach, I'd love to be yours. If you want to lose weight, better your relationships, or need help with crafting your confidence, I've got you. Go to myinnerlove.com and sign up for a free mini session today.